Hallelujah. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. Well, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Being thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth and do it to all generations. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmaments of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellence greatness. Praise Him with the trumpet and harp. Praise Him with string instruments and organ. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Praise you, the Lord, this morning. Clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph, for He is worthy of our praise. Let everything that have breath worship Him. He's worthy of the glory. He's worthy of the honor. Hallelujah, Jesus. Can't nobody do you like Jesus? He's your friend this morning. He's sick closer than a brother this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, it's great to praise the Lord, isn't it? Definitely need to praise the Lord. You know, the Lord knew that you would go through things in your life. And she said, so I'm going to give you a garment of praise for the spirits of heaviness. That you might be called trees of righteousness, the planet of the Lord. That he might be glorified. So when you're going through things in your life, all you got to do is just lift up your hands and say, thank God. Praise him. Amen. Magnify the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody says when you throw your hands up, it's like telling the cops, I'm, I surrender. <laughs> so you might as well let it go. Amen. God, I'm in your hands. Whatever thy will is, Lord. Praise God. We are serving a great God. What a great Sunday school lesson this morning. My goodness. Getting your life back in perspective. Amen. Brother Miller was talking about them things. Amen. And Paul says, I have not seen nor ear heard nor the, had it entered into the hearts of men the things which God My goodness. Wow. They're already prepared, son. We ain't seen. Amen. That's right. Just keep worshiping. Keep praising Him. He's going to take you all the way through, man. Hallelujah. Amen. I just love serving and praising God. Man, I think where God brought me from. I don't know about you, but I know where I was. <laughs> now, that's my sister. She's hauling for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Think about it. Yes. Come on. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Well, think about it. 
chance I get, I'm, I'm giving praise. <laughs> Every chance I get, I'm going to shout. Because, <laughs> amen, there's somebody in a wheelchair that would love to be able to stand up and leap and run. There's somebody that's lost their arm, would love to have it to lift back up and praise God again. Amen. There's some, amen, that would love to be able to utter. Amen. What you would be able to utter. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to get that spirit of the blind man when Jesus opened his eyes and they was trying to denounce Jesus. He says, I don't know if he's a sinner or not, but this one thing I know, I was blind, but now I see. I don't care about what you think about him, but I know I was blind, but now I see. Praise God. Amen. I know I was deep in sin. But Jesus took me in. And just a little shout with heaven cleared my soul. He bathed my heart in love and wrote my name above. And just a little talk with Jesus made me whole. Hallelujah. Let's have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our fainted cry. He will answer us by and by. When you feel a prayer wheel turning, you know a little fire is burning. You find a little talk with Jesus will make it just right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let us. It's so good to have my family with me from North Carolina and Florida. Amen. It's good to, good to have my sister, Madam Moselle. <laughs> Did that for my brothers. But my sister Moselle, my brother Major, and my brother Drew. So, so good to have the Brown family from Madison, from Calvary Gospel, Brother and Sister Brown, and Brother and Sister Heisdorf. Heisdorf. Did I get it right? Heisdorf, right? Okay. I'm getting it. 
You guys have to work on you, the pastor, okay? And it's also good to have Brother and Sister Bishop, I think, right? From Louisiana. Amen. Amen. We're so glad that they join us this morning as well. It's good to have everybody in the house of the Lord today. Amen. Continue to remember Brother and Sister Bell in prayer continually every day and then lifting them before the Lord this morning and one another. Amen. There's so much going on and and lives and homes and sicknesses and all kinds of diseases is going everywhere. And so people are getting discouraged in a lot of areas. So, But we have to stay focused, as Brother Miller was talking this morning, keeping our perspectives. We've got to keep our focus on Jesus. You know, Paul wrote to the church at close. He says, if you be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Set your affection on things above and not on things of this earth. This world is not your home. So don't put your tent down too tight. (laughs) One day we're going to get out of here. Amen. One day those eastern skies are going to part and we're going to fly away. Oh, glory. Praise God. So let me encourage you to stay focused on Christ because you're going to go and be with him one day forever and ever. And we know we have a promise. There will be no more pain. There will be no more crying. There will be no suffering. It will all be gone. Amen. Praise God. And we're, and we're excited about that. Amen. Amen. It's so good. Thank you yesterday for everybody that was a part of the birthday party. Thank you so much. Surprise, surprise, surprise. feel like Goma Powell when I walk through the door. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> so, but, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but thank you so, so very much for your love and kindness and consideration and everyone that had a part in it and making it happen. Amen. Total surprise. Amen. Lost for words. And I know that's hard for some of you to believe, but it was. Amen. To the book of Luke this morning, chapter 5. And I'll try not to be for you too long, but we're going to let God have his way. If you got your roast in the oven and you need to leave, just raise your hands and praise Jesus. I'm out here. Amen. Amen. No, you can't go. <laughs> Amen. Matthew chapter, I mean Luke chapter 5, verse 36 through verse 39. And he spake also a parable unto them. No man put an, a piece of new garment upon an old. If otherwise, then both the new maketh the rent, and the piece that was taken out of the new agreed not with the old. And no man put a new wine into old bottles, else the new wine will burst the bottles and be spilled, and the bottles shall perish. But new wine must be put into new bottles, and both are preserved. No man also, having drunk old wine, straightway desire new, for he said the old is better. The old is better. So I want to talk to you a little bit this morning from this topic, the new wine. The new wine. Amen. Father, we praise you again this morning, God, for your grace, for your mercy, for your loving kindness. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us, God. Let us not leave the way that we came, God, but let us leave changed, renewed, and refreshed, God, in the Holy Ghost, and we will give you all the glory. We will give you all the honor and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated this morning. Amen. The new wine. Amen. 
As the Lord Jesus is presenting this parable to the people, he begins to talk about certain things, trying to bring in the focus to their eyesight and their understanding about old versus new. Amen. You see, when we understand that Jesus came to make all things new, then you can begin to pick up on the parables that he's talking about. Amen. He began to say, you don't take a new piece of material and put it on an old piece of material because if the piece that was old was already starting to rent. If you put a piece of new on it, it's useless because it's going to keep renting and you're going to lose the new piece as well. He goes on and he talks about no man putting new wine in an old wine skin or a wine bottle because once it starts to ferment, it will break the, the bottle open. Amen. And so he begins to try to bring them into an understanding of, of things. And if we are not careful, we can try to take things on the surface not realizing that they have a different and deeper meaning. The old we get, older we get, it seems to be harder for us to accept changes. We can so easily get into our ways and when something new is trying to be presented to us because we're set in that way, we think that it, that is right and that's the way it is supposed to be. You know, I, I love soda pop. You know, I don't drink as many as I used to, but when I was a kid, they didn't have all the brands that they have today. So for me, being an older guy, it's kind of hard to accept all this new soda pops because I'm set in my way. I have tasted the old for so long, the new doesn't taste good to me anymore. Tastes good. Now, if, I'm sure if I stuck with the, the new, I will probably get to like it. But because my taste buds and my likings is to the old way, that's where I want to stay. Amen. It's kind of like with coffee, you know. I, 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 I'm, you know, the old commercial, the best part of waking up is soldiers in your cup, you know. Uh, it's really Folgers, you know, but, but I'm so used to that kind of old stuff, you know, that old Joe that they used to give us in the army, you know, that was like mud and dark, you know, and stuff. The stuff they say would put hair on your chest and all that kind of stuff, but it's kind of hard to get used to, you know, I, I don't have anything against Starbucks, but I'm just a, not a Starbucks guy. I can't get into all them Flappuccinos and whatever they call. Frappuccinos? I thought it was Flappuccino. Okay. But I, it's, it's hard for me to get into all that stuff because I'm used to that old stuff. Amen. You know, it's kind of like that with the songs, you know, I... You know, I love new songs. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, I like stuff that had Jesus talked about in it all the time. You know, I, I, I like the stuff that make you run and shout and jump, you know. So I grew up with that kind of stuff. So when we get into the 7-Elevens, it's kind of hard. 
you know, for those of you who don't know what seven elevens is, you know, Brother Tenney says seven words sung eleven times. <laughs> you know, but I, 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 I liked it old stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we got to understand Jesus Christ changed not. The Bible says He's the same yesterday and today and forever. Amen. He was holy yesterday and He's going to be holy tomorrow and He's going to be holy all the way into eternity. Amen. He was faithful yesterday. He's going to be faithful today and He's going to be faithful on and on and on. Amen. He was truth yesterday. He's truth today and He's going to be truth all the way to the end. Amen. Jesus says, No man, having drank old wine, straightway desired anew, because the old is better to him. He's become accustomed to the old taste. But the Psalmists tell you and I, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. He said, Just get a swig of this new wine. Just sip this new stuff, and you're going to see it's a whole lot better than the old. Amen. And then we've got to realize that God always has something better for you and I. Amen. The Pharisees and the Sadducees were stuck in their way. They did not want to change uh, how it was done. Amen. They began to say, we have the law of Moses uh, and their prophets and so therefore we're not going to change. But they failed to realize that Isaiah had already prophesied uh, to us, amen, remember not uh, the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing, now it shall spring forth, uh, you shall not know it, uh, I will even make a way in the wilderness uh, and rivers in the desert, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. So the Lord says to Isaiah, he says, I'm going to do something new. Amen. And so you need to not get set in your ways uh, because I'm going to bring about something new. I'm going to blaze a new path uh, in the wilderness. Uh, I'm going to send forth rivers uh, of living water down uh, into the desert. Amen. Matter of fact, the Bible lets us know that Israel was classified as the church uh, in the wilderness. Uh, they was blazing a new path. Uh, they was blazing a new trail. When this new wine get inside of you, you're going to go to places that you never thought you're going to go before. You're going to blaze new territory for someone else to come behind you. This new wine gets inside of you. You're going to begin to be that living water that you can drink and never thirst again. Everywhere you go will be for the healing of the nations. This is what Ezekiel saw when the waters gushed out from under the altar. The Lord says, everywhere these waters go, they will be for the healing of the land. When you have this new wine in you, everywhere you go, you're supposed to blaze a trail and you're supposed to heal the land. Amen. Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. The priest deliverance to the captive, the recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. When you taste the best wine, when you take a good drink and get drunk on this wine,
time, you will begin to see how God is doing a new thing in your life. Amen. And what newness he's bringing about in you. Hallelujah. But if we're not willing to change, we'll miss the new thing. Eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, neither have it entered into the hearts of men, the things which God has prepared for them to love him. But he's revealed it to us by spirit. The new wine is supposed to let you be able to see those things. But the Pharisees and the Sadducees was not willing to accept the change that Jesus had for them. They wanted to stick to the laws of Moses. But they failed to realize, the Lord says, I will put my law in their minds and write them in their hearts and all shall know me from the least to the greatest. Amen. And we need to realize when God is going to do a new thing, He don't put limitations on what he's about to do. If he do it for me, he'll do it for you. Amen. He's going to write his laws inside of us so that everyone will know him from the least to the greatest. Amen. But if we want to cling to our traditions and if we want to stick to what we know, we're going to miss the new thing. Paul writing to the church at Ephesus says, He makes all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God, who created all things by Christ Jesus. He says it was a mystery. And Paul writing to Timothy says, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was the man named John who was set to bear witness of the light. He was not the light, but he came to bear witness of the light that all through men through him might believe. Amen. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Paul says, Oh, that I might know Him and the fellowship of His suffering. Amen. He says, Brethren, I count myself not to apprehend, but this one thing I do. I forget those things which are behind, and I reach forth to those things which are before. I press towards the mark of the prize for the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. So he says this mystery that is hid in Jesus Christ has now been revealed. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. And behold, all things are become new. And God said through Isaiah, He says, don't remember the old things. He says, don't remember when people hurt you. Don't remember 
when people rejected you. Don't remember when people offended you. Don't remember when people backstab you. See, because when you drink this wine, <laughs> you don't hold grudges. <laughs> when you get to drinking this wine, you don't care how much you've been hurt. You begin to realize that there's something new in the bottle. You begin to realize that God is doing something totally new. Amen. I'm not going to complain to that old way of life. I'm not going to drink that old rock gut anymore. When I realize this goodness and this new wine that God is bringing into my life. You see, once you start drinking this new wine, I'm going to forget those old things. And I'm going to reach forth to those things which are before. I'm going to press on towards the mark for the prize of the high garland of God in Christ Jesus. You see, Jesus already told you offenses are going to come. So you might as well get drunk. <laughs> you might as well go ahead on and get filled with the ghost. Amen. Because once you drink this wine, amen, I'm going to give. When I drink this wine, I'm going to be just like those on the day of Pentecost. When I drink this wine, I'm going to turn my world upside down. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. But once you drink this stuff, it's going to lead you in a new way. It's going to direct you. Hallelujah. It ain't going to be no longer about my works. It's going to be about His works. Hallelujah. This new wine, amen, it'll make you do some stuff that you never thought. Ain't it amazing when a person is drunk he don't care what you look like, what you smell like, where you came from? He hugs on everybody. You want a drink? He doesn't care. He doesn't care what you smell like, who you are, the color of your skin. He's drunk. And he's going to hug on you. <laughs> Let me tell you how good you did. So when you're drunk on the Holy Ghost... That's the way it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to see color. You're not supposed to see where people come from. You're just supposed to love on them. You're just supposed to tell them how good God has been. You're just supposed to tell them how good the bottle is. The new stuff that is in the bottle. And that they can have a drink and not worry either. Amen. This is what you want to be. You want to taste. You want to drink this new wine that God has given, amen, today. Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. But every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it can bring forth more fruit. Now you're clean by the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear forth fruit, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except you abide in me. But if you abide in me and my word abide in you, you can ask what you will and it'll be done unto you. You see, that's what the new wine will do for you. Amen. So you need to get drunk. 
Hallelujah. Paul says the first man, Adam, was made a quickening spirit. I mean a living soul. The last man, Adam, was made a quickening spirit. He says, how be it that which was last was not first, and that which is first, which was last. He says, the first man, Adam, amen, as I just said, was made a living soul. The last man, Jesus Christ, is a quickening spirit. Amen. The last is always better than the first. Amen. This is why Jesus had prepared this thing when he created the heavens and the earth. What did he say for last? On the seventh day, God rested. He created the rest for you and I. Amen. He says man wasn't made for the rest. The rest was made for man. Isaiah says, with summer and lips and another tongue, will I speak to my people. Wherefore, he said, this is the rest, which are called the weary the rest, but they will not hear it. Paul, Peter says, amen, that you should, amen, let it go, amen, so that when the time of refreshing, and he sent Jesus, amen, you need to be refreshed every day. You need to get a drink every day, amen, of this new wine, so that you understand what God has in store for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. We need to take a drink. When's the last time you've been drunk? You got to get drunk on this stuff. Amen. You can't keep drinking that old stuff. It's rot gut. It's not good for you. It makes you do wrong things. It makes you say things. It makes you wake up sick. It, it makes you hate people. It makes you keep prejudice in your heart. You see, when you drink that old stuff continually of the world, you see, it's going to contaminate you. Amen. It's going to mess with your head. It's going to mess with your heart. It's going to mess with your walk. But when you drink this new wine, it'll keep you going straight. It'll keep you walking in your character. It'll keep you walking in your intent. It'll keep you on the straight and right path. This good wine that Jesus has prepared for you. He says, whosoever will, let him come. Amen. And that last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus said and cried, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. For out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, that they believe. Believe on him should receive because Jesus was not yet glorified. But I want you to know today, he's not dead. He's alive. He was three days in the grave, but he rose again. I want you to know you can drink this water and you'll never thirst again. As Jesus told the woman at the well, whosoever drink this water is going to thirst again. But the water that I give him shall be in him a well of water. Swing it up unto eternal life. I'm here to tell you, you can get drunk 24-7 and know what you're doing. Praise God. Hallelujah. You can stay drunk. This is why Isaiah says he'll keep you in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon him. Because you trust in him. Amen. You see, when you drink this wine, 
There's no rebellion. There's no unethical things going on in your life. Amen. You can drink and drink and drink. Oh, everyone that thirsts, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfy not? Hearken diligent to it me. Come, eat, and let your soul delight itself in fatness, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Amen. God wants you to get drunk on that new wine. He says, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall receive power, and you shall be witnesses unto me, and Jerusalem, and Judea, and Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the whole earth. Amen. Wherever you go, amen, people are going to know there's something about the name of Jesus. Everywhere you go, they will begin to see that there you're not just drunk on any wine, but you are drunk on the new wine. Amen. You are drunk on the Holy Ghost that is inside of you. This is what Jesus is referring to when he says that man has drunk the old, but his custom. And so when the new comes, he don't taste it. He don't like it at first. But the more he drinks it, the more he gets accustomed to it. Then he realized that this was better than what I had been drinking all along. I don't know about you, but what I used to drink, I didn't want this to start with. But then one day, I decided I need to take a bigger swig than what I had already took. And when I took a deeper swig, and when I got real drunk, something began to bubble inside of me, and some words came out of me. I didn't know what they meant, but I knew something had changed inside of me. It was just like the day of Pentecost, and we was all in one accord, and one place, and suddenly there came from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. I want you to know, if you just get your big drink of this living water, this new wine, you too will speak in tongues as the Spirit of God give the utterance. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't remember the old stuff. Paul says, I'm forgetting that stuff. He says, I'm reaching forth. I'm going to get some new, something new. Amen. In my life, don't remember the former things. Don't remember all the hurts. Wouldn't it be just neat to forget all that stuff? Huh? Because if you keep carrying it, you know what you're declined to do? You go back and you start drinking the old stuff. That's what happens. The longer you let the old bottles hang around, you're subject to go back and start drinking that old stuff again. And what do you find out? Right back where you were. If any man be in Christ, it's no creature. 
So you need to drink new stuff. You need to let that stuff go. Every pain, every hurt, every rejection. Amen. You need to go on and to something new. When Jesus met that woman at the well, he says, if you know who it was to ask you to give him a drink, you would have asked of him, and he would have given you living water. She says, sir, I perceive you to be a prophet. You know, she says, my father says we are to worship in this mountain, but you says in Jerusalem is the place we are to worship. Jesus says, woman, believe me. Amen. He says, the hour is coming that neither in this mountain in Jerusalem are you going to worship because the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. But Jesus was trying to get her to see that when you drink this new wine, then it's no longer Jew or Greek. It is no longer born or free. It is no longer male or female. For you're all one in Christ. And if you be Christ's, then are you Abraham's seed and your heirs according to the promise. And you can worship anywhere. Amen. In your house, on your job, in any church, you should be able to worship God. Because the new wine is inside of you. And drunk people don't care what they worship. Drunk people just love God. Drunk people just love the wine that God has given them to drink. And so the longer you drink this new wine, it's going to be all right. At the turn of the 20th century, America was racially divided. But down in Topeka, Kansas, they was having some discussion on the book of Acts. Amen. And all of a sudden, a little young lady by the name of Usman, Osman, she says, does the Holy Ghost still apply today as it did on the day of Pentecost? And the instructor says, I think it do. So why don't we pray and see? And as they begin to pray, amen, all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost swept in the room just like it did on the day of Pentecost uh, as she began to speak in other tongues uh, as the Spirit of God gave the utterance uh, and all of a sudden it went out of there. Everybody got drunk. Uh, Brother Seymour, the one-eyed black guy that was sitting outside the door, he gets called out to California and he gets out there to Bonnie Bear Street uh, and they started having a prayer meeting in a livery stable and all of a sudden the Holy Ghost swept in there and they began to speak with other tongues uh, as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. Uh, missionaries start coming out of China. They start coming from around the world on Zuzu Street. Uh, and they start drinking that new wine. And they went everywhere preaching with signs following. Because Jesus says, I'm going to do a new thing. When you drink this wine, it's going to be something new that's going to take place in your life. The old is not going to do you any good. You can keep drinking the oil if you want to, but I come to tell you today, this new wine, the wine of the Holy Ghost, is what you need in your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you drunk? When's the last time you've been drunk? See, when you're drunk, you don't care. You dance with anybody. <laughs> you just get on the dance floor and dance by yourself. 
I know y'all probably thought I'd gone crazy up here, didn't you? Pastor's up there dancing by himself. No, I'm just drunk. <laughs> I love to be drunk. Amen. On the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We've got to just taste and see that the Lord is good. Jesus says no man, when he's drunk old for so long, when he tasted new, it's not going to taste right. But you've got to get accustomed to it. You've got to drink it. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. It's not going to give you anything bad. It's going to give you what you need, the new things. Amen. Let's stand this morning. Amen. Amen. I want to offer you this morning a chance to come and drink from this wine that Jesus has prepared for you and I. In John chapter 2, the Bible says there was a marriage at the Canaan of Galilee. And both Jesus was calling his disciples to the marriage. And when they got to the marriage, Mary, Madison says, Son, they have no wine. And Jesus says, Woman, what have I to do with you? He was not being disrespectful. It was a term of endearment. He says, What do I have to do to you? My hour is not yet come. She just turned to the service and says, Whatsoever he tells you or say to you to do, do it. And there was 12 Franken's water pots that they used to wash feet with. And he says, fill them to the brim. <laughs> and when he says, fill them to the brim, the servants filled them to the brim. That means there's no room left. And Jesus says, bear out. And give it to the governor of the feast. And they bore out and took it to the governor of the feast. And he says, call the bridegroom. And when he called him, he says, every man sets the good wine first. And then bring the rock good. <laughs> when everybody's drunk so they can't tell the difference at the end. He said, but you have say the best. By the last. Jesus is the bridegroom. And he has saved the best for last. In the last day, said God, <laughs> I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. And upon my servants and handmaidens will I pour out of that day of my spirit and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs in the earth beneath. Blood and fire and vapors of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord shall come. And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. I want you to know God wants you to drink. Amen. He's saved the best for last. Amen. He's brought us the best for last. And so there's no reason that every one of us should not be drunk. There's no reason that every one of us should not be filled with the Holy Ghost. 
Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. Because without the Holy Ghost, you're none of His. Amen. You can't go to heaven without the Holy Ghost. This is why God saved it for us. You're not going to go to heaven shaking my hand. You're not going to go to heaven signing some form. You're not going to get there that way. You've got to be born again of the water and of the Spirit to get into the kingdom of God. Do you need a drink? (laughs) Come and dine, the master calling. Come and dine. You can drink at Jesus' table all the time. He who fed the multitude and turned the water into wine. To the hungry, call it now. He says, come and dine. Amen. You can drink and never thirst again, my friend. The opportunity is you up to you. How much do you want to get drunk? Sing, choir. <laughs> Drinking at the springs of living water. Now happy now am I, my soul. They 